Audio Journal of Lawrence Abbott, archivist at Downing Hill Public Library, entry number 296. <sighs> you know, I thought that the library was finished taking in strays, letting strangers wander the halls and whatnot. That's what I was told, anyway. More and more, it seems like that statement was to placate me more than anything else. I never thought it was a great idea to allow unsupervised visitors here. There's too much that they could do to break something, damage the books, or get themselves killed, gods forbid. And it always seems to fall upon me to clean up after their little messes. Or rather, someone finds the mess, tells me about it, and then expects me to tell the cleaning crew. We don't have a cleaning crew. I wonder if they know it's just me trying to keep this place in order. That is, if anything can be done, besides bleaching the floors or walls or whatever else and keeping the dangerous works in their respective corners. By now I expect my co-workers to know how to clean up these situations. There have been far too many accidents in my time of employment to think that they don't know how to get stains out of the carpet until it looks brand new. Despite my concerns about newcomers and improper warning labels for dangerous pieces in the library, we have had a bit of excitement that I'm currently taking care of. Downing Hill has been able to claim multiple books from the library of one Solomon Reed, which was rather impressive, I hear. I think I would have enjoyed seeing the whole collection. There are tomes here that have been on our list for quite a while, actually. Once I'm surprised Mr. Reed was able to find it all, I'll give him that at least. Terrible he might have been, but he was useful in the end. There are a few books here that I think the library will find particularly interesting, pertaining to a number of obscure topics. I'm cataloging most of them today. Hopefully I'll be done with the set by tomorrow. There are two referencing the Deep, which I suppose is related to the Church of the Hollowed Name from my research. Both go into the histories and development of the establishment. From our own records at Downing Hill, these are useful only that it gives us more insight about this fairly secretive group. The actual information that seems to circulate in the organization seems questionably interpreted. In my opinion, there was likely some truth to the establishing events, many of which lined up with other historical references to the indescribables. I've got another here on the topic of, well, unlife. I find this one particularly interesting though, of course. I will need to do further research to find possible biases within the text due to the origin of this particular tome. I don't care much for religiously flavored histories. And with the title, The Consistent Communion of Undeath by Tiberius Levinus. I can only imagine the subtext that this could pour from the pages. Ugh. Though I will admit, the contents do seem promising when it comes to the library's interest in ghastly things. Ghastly as in ghosts, that is. There's a lot in the transformation process, the inner workings of spirits and such. The book also lists a series of techniques to, I guess, bind the ghosts, maintain some sort of control over them. Morally speaking, it's a bit questionable in my book, but ghost ethics aren't my area of study. I'm sure it will interest Downing Hill regardless. The director has taken an interest in spirits recently, and I'm sure this is a book that she will be highly interested in. Ghosts in general have been a hot topic recently with students and others makes me think that the world really hasn't changed in that respect. We still crave the things we either shouldn't know about or are too expansive for us to realize in their fullness. Ghosts almost seem comforting when you see everything else out there. 
I find myself watching for other things. Worse things. Needless to say, my nightmares have gotten atrocious since I've been at Downing Hill. <sighs> okay, hey, hang on. Let me deal with this. I really do need to ask for a coffee pot for my office. I didn't get enough sleep for this. And someone left a piece of trash on the floor as well. No, actually, it's got writing on it. I suppose it fell out of a book. Period. Signed AA. With a rather familiar drawing of a beetle. I wonder. Uh, for the record, the sketch of the beetle is nearly identical to the tattoo that appeared on my back when I woke up at the stairs of Downing Hill Public Library. This is a bit more odd than I'm used to. I'll need to do some more digging. This episode was written by Theo Dixon. Theo is a queer artist and horror writer, as well as an aspiring mortician and podcaster. He's always looking for new writing opportunities, projects, and art inspiration. You can find Theo on social media as at Eldritch Bones. That's Eldritch with two eyes. The voice of Lawrence Abbott was Casper Oliver, a podcaster, writer, and content creator. Casper is the creator of the horror fiction podcast Jar of Rebuke, following Dr. Jared Hell as he rediscovers his forgotten past and works for the mysterious Enclosure. You can find Casper Oliver online at at Casper Oliver VO on social media or the links below. Hello from the Hallowoods is produced by William A. Wubbin. Hello, that's me. If you enjoyed this show, please don't forget to follow it and share it with a friend. The season one epilogue story that goes with this episode is called Restless and is available on the show's Patreon at patreon.com slash Hallowoods. Because we operate without ads or sponsors, our supporters are all that keeps the show going. Plus, supporters get weekly bonus stories, behind-the-scenes content, exclusive merch, and even more. Merchandise and episode transcripts are available at hellofromthehallowoods.com. You can even find us on social media at @thehallowoods. Music was used under license from artlist.com. Until next time, dreamers, don't look under your bed. The ghosts would like a little privacy.